0: During my journey of self-awareness, I actually found it very useful to to do a guided self-talk, especially before bedtime, instead of just an automatic rambling you know, self-talk. The reason is when I'm sleeping, the brain is busy consolidating memories. And mm-hmm. let's say I have a negative experience and I embellish that negative experience with more negativity and mm-hmm. go to sleep. The next morning, the first thing that I will invariably remember, yeah, although it's a fresh day, is that negative experience which is really fresh in my mind and it's driving my entire day crazy. Mm-hmm. But the moment I reflect on the negative experience and say, hey, it's okay, it really doesn't matter. It was circumstantial. Uh, it mm-hmm. wasn't intentional. So I need to separate the experience from the person I had that experience with. And if I self-talk in a guided manner, I'm allowing the brain to consolidate that memory in a very different form than it would have done in the previous situation. Uh, the next morning, I yes, I knew that the you know, I had a negative experience the previous day, but it really isn't affecting me. I mean, I'm not thinking of it. So even if I want to think of it, I think that the memories of the negative experience are more like oh, it's okay, it doesn't matter. So carry on with life. Uh, mm-hmm. So do you think as a self help, doing a guided talk before sleep would help people? Yeah,
1: I do, and I think there's at least a couple things going on there that are interesting to me. One is, you've built a habit. So every night before you go to sleep, you know, something's bothering you, you'll think through it with the goal of having a new understanding, a different understanding. And just that habit, that practice, that consistency, that consistent practice is really important. I think if people can find something they can stick to, as it relates to kind of the inner world exercising or mental fitness stuff, mental health stuff, that's really important. Just like physical exercise or really anything. If you can't be consistent with it, it's very hard to make improvements. So I think the fact that you have a habit really matters. The fact that it's right before bed, that could also contribute to um, to kind of strengthening how you're thinking about things. I think a lot of people have trouble falling asleep and it's probably because they're doing this type of processing uh, and maybe they don't have a tool or technique to help them reframe those things. So I think it's really interesting that you do it before bed and I'll certainly try that. I think one thing that I've noticed as it relates to sleep and changing my mindset is typically when I'm falling asleep or I'm waking up. If I'm half awake and half asleep, I tend to have like more latitude in how I change my thoughts. So I might do like some meditation practice or some self-reflection practice uh, when I'm falling asleep or when I'm waking up and I'm half awake, half asleep. And what I found is the mind can adapt or move more quickly. And there tends to be less resistance to wanting to think a new way or, you know, if I'm trying to overcome some assumption I have about about myself or the world, I can tend to do it with a bit more ease when I'm half awake or half asleep. And so one of the kind of principles that I think is important is if you're in a place or a state of mind where you feel free to move about in your mind and in your inner world and make some new connections, that freedom or that mindset of having that space is really important. And I think that's why things like therapeutic settings where you're, you've built a relationship, let's say with a therapist and you feel really safe to explore these things. Or in my example, when I'm half awake, half asleep, my like mind's a bit more loose and I can, I'll explore things more or even with, There's some research uh, with psychedelics and things like MDMA. I think one of the concepts uh, is they help you get into a brain state or a mental state where you feel more free to explore things. And the concept is called your window of tolerance. If your window of tolerance is opened up to the point where you can put these things on the table and you can start working with them, you have a better chance of success. If your window of tolerance is such that even remembering this difficult experience really activates you, really triggers you, makes you feel afraid, overwhelms you, it's really hard to do anything meaningful to change those things and think about them in new ways if you're feeling overwhelmed. So either the experience was too intense and it throws you outside of your window of tolerance and then it's hard to do work. Or if you can expand your window of tolerance through mindfulness practices if you're in a therapeutic setting and your window of tolerance can be wider, you have the opportunity to actually look at things as look at things and then make decisions and reflect on them without being overwhelmed and and thrown into a less optimal state for change. So I think your practice of going to bed is important when you go to bed is important because one, it's consistent, which is really, really important. Two, I think you're likely in a brain state that may contribute to easier navigation between your mental concepts and your assumptions and your beliefs and three there might be something to this idea of you consolidating things during sleep and perhaps practicing them before you go to bed strengthens the potential for your brain to change and i also love the fact that if you're doing it before bed probably more likely to wake up in a good mood which i think is a really important thing so i'm gonna i'm gonna try that practice tonight i'm gonna as I go to bed try to do some some work like that I think that's a really interesting idea that people should give a try to